Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Take off your creatine patch and give me some butter. Anyone think of that movie and not remember that part? Okay, that's what the movie guess, was. The you know movie should have been called. Was, that movie should have been called. I'm not like my dad didn't let me win in anything ever. Neither did my father. That's a practical living in the modern age. Have a popcorn system. Horton hears Horton the. Didn't hear a damn thing about it. Hey friends, upcoming dates to tell you about. September 9 through 11, TJ and I will be together at the Brea Improv. September 16 and 17, TJ will be at the Fort Wayne, Indiana Summit City Comedy Club. September 29 through October 2nd, I will be at the St. Louis Westport Funny Bone. TJ will be at the Miami Improv that same weekend. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, please tell your friends and family about us because we'd love to expand our half-listener base, maybe even add some quarter listeners who knows so spread the word if you could and thanks for listening answering the questions you don't have deep conversations in the shallow end two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour intelligent ish This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. They said that their parents, and I couldn't believe this because I felt this also, they said that their parents have kind of regretted having them. You know, there's a percentage of like people, there's, there's a surprising... Uh, yes, their apprentice. That's a surprising percentage. There's an apprenticeship for people that are for surprised the at the suppression of the percentage of people <laughs> that feel that they shouldn't have had kids in the first place. And I'm very surprised by that percentage of that suppression of those impressions. That was amazing. And I am surprised by it that people admit that they do regret it isn't that crazy? And so my parents also are kind of like, we had kids. One of our kids doesn't talk to the rest of our kids. My son is like, who fucking knows what is with this kid that I thought might just be a psychologist like me and following my footsteps. I think in some ways, this is the only thing I think they regret. I think in some ways, like if we didn't have kids, we could have done what we're doing now. But when we were younger could have just traveled and had no responsibilities and all this stuff right and we're but rather, that's now that then yeah. they're not considering all the fun times because i think kids are really about renting a kid from the age of like three to 12 and then once that kid turns 13 uh that's revoked but you're left with like 
a shitty car. Those it's are like, the fun years, as far as I can tell, so far. Three to 12. Now, it has not gotten any less fun so far. But, but I Chance think, just turned 12. I think in five years, you could be going... I regret it. I, every day I look in the mirror, I'm like, I regret having those sons of bitches. <laughs> both of them. Mass is, murder. Both of them. This is like, the, uh, by the way, this is the Deja Vu All Over Again 2 episode. Numero dos. Numero dos. It's, uh, and this brings me to, actually, I don't think you'll ever regret it. Well, but they, they let were me just saying tell you that. a couple things about parenthood. And I think we'll start off with the way that we always like to start Start off our episodes with the triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, triple banger lightning round. So what's better? Is it better to, because uh, there's two kinds of parents. There's the kind of parents that brag uh, that they beat their kid at basketball every time they played. They'll say, I never let my kid beat me at checkers or chess. Oh, I'm sorry, a, you've met my father. Is that they, right? And then there's Mr. The, Mr. Levy, uh, <laughs> Mr. Miller, Mr. Miller, Mr. Levy. Right. And then there's the father that brags they uh, once in a while let their kids beat them at things. Which is a better father? I like option three, the father that always loses. <laughs> always That's loses. That's what I'm going to be. <laughs> Just to get their ego going? They can be so terrible. I'm talking about from a very early age. Just to get their ego? They can have trouble getting the ball even into the hoop, and I'll miss every shot. And then at the end, we'll go, well, we're going to call it a draw. Because I played basketball with my kids. Isn't that amazing to lose every game? Yeah, well, here's the problem now. For sports that are very physical. Just by points. You can still show their everything, but you just can't get that last point, and then they win. For, for sports that are very physical, like, say, basketball, if you're playing one-on-one, you're you're bigger than them, and you can beat them if you physically, uh, you know, you know, just impose your will on them. And But it's kind of dangerous, even, and you feel like kind of an asshole getting every rebound and boxing them out with your elbow to the face, things of that nature. What do you think, though? Because um, which do I, you do? I, I'm doing, I'm in between now. I'm, I'm doing my best. Uh, to beat have them you, at things so that they value, you know, uh, doing their best and winning and it means something. So I don't throw any games. But at the same time, if it's something like basketball and I think it's unseemly to actually box them out and throw an elbow into their face to get a rebound, I'm not going to go that far. So for something like or there's certain shots so I can So it depends hit. on the sport. Exactly. It depends on the sport. I will not let them beat me at tennis just because because um, I feel uh, you know, it would be a gracious thing to do. I want them to earn it because then it'll mean something when it happens. I think if I was playing squash against my kid, I would uh, not play my hardest. So even not playing my hardest, I would still win. But other times I'm going to lose. Kate beats me in squash. That's the cool thing about squash. If she can place yeah. a shot, I can't get to it at okay. all. But then when we're playing doubles like pickleball and I'm with April's like on my team, then we can lose because I can blame her. I like it. <laughs> That's the way to do That's, it. That's and it's a home <laughs> go, run. Yeah, I was playing. They call him Cash, the Cash Levy from downtown. Yes, They're... could it be the Dagger? <laughs> the Dagger. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh... <laughs> I love how you, he moves his uh, microphone while he's doing it. The Dagger. The Dagger. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, I don't think you want to let them win at things all the time though. But you'll let them win sometimes. Once in a while. I'm not like, my dad didn't let me win at anything ever. Neither did my father. It was really a part of the thing. In fact, we were even playing tennis and I was beating him and I was in the final game when I was going to beat him and I really had to go to the bathroom 
and he wouldn't let me go and come back. Why? Yeah, because, I mean, that would have been, an, you know, he was, he was trying to get an edge, you know? And that would have been an unfair advantage. And I really had to go. And My, I, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. That's a crazy story. Do yeah. you recognize how bizarre that is? Yeah, and I lost. And I was really angry. I think yeah. I broke my racket afterwards. Like I was just, and I don't know why so much tennis. <laughs> I believe it. By the I way, I don't know why so much tennis is coming up here because I'm not, we're not huge tennis players in our family. And this brings us to triple banger lightning round. Question, question two, two, question, question, question two. two. So talking to my kids about uh, Rafael Nadal, who has won the tennis, uh, more majors than any other uh, tennis player, but only by like one at this point at the, uh, taping of this uh, deja vu all over again to double trouble <laughs> but the thing people take away from him is, is they'll say well he he only won on uh he, he mainly just wins on clay triple banger lightning round question, question two, two question two. two what's the best surface what if it's uh you know he's good on grass he's pretty good on clay he's bad on cement but he's great on the sand Man, he's really good on, good on he's really good on glass He's good on the mirror glass. top. He's good on the mirror tops. Good on glasses. That would be a nice good thing on glass. That would be a nice thing uh, to be referred to as. He's like great. They, you want you want when you walk out the room for there to be a good long pause, yeah, yeah. and then one of the guys goes, "He's good on glass." He's good on glass. He's just he's good on glass. How about how about the bouncy top, bouncy house? He's good on the bouncy houses. He can hop on the bouncy. He can hop body. on the bouncy bots. <laughs> you know his surface is trampoline. He's, that's his best surface. Yeah, what he does best in is uh, cheese balls, Cheetos cheese balls, <laughs> and puffed corn. That's what he does well on Cheetos and puffed corn. <laughs> and this brings us to triple banger lightning round. Question, question three, question three, three, question three, question three. What's more important for popcorn, butter or salt? Butter. I I love that. I even Interesting. for a moment. Interesting. Looked away I as if salt. I was going to think about that. As if for a moment there is a world. Do you know why I turned back world? so quickly? In because as world? I turned to the left <laughs> to consider, the image of butter came up and then the image yeah. of salt. And as soon as I saw the salt, I was like, ew. And then jumped forward to tell you, as you can feel, I'm passionate about the fact that why is salt involved? Why Why are... I can't believe I anyone would put people, more salt on their popcorn. I think most popcorn. people would prefer... Popcorn with salt and no butter versus popcorn with butter and no That's salt. That's recent. That has to be a health thing or something like that. That's okay. fucking ridiculous. This is great. This is why we talk. That is I didn't realize ridiculous. It. This is ridiculous. Being healthy is not about not submitting yourself to like American things. Like you live in America. So when you watch a movie, you should have a soda pop and a popcorn with butter. That's okay. That's a thing that you should do when you go to the movies. It's good for the economy. You're not bringing water and your own pretzel snacks, right? You can't be sneaking in these like creatine powder butterfly <laughs> patches. You buy a fucking Coca Cola or a Pepsi. Butterfly patches. Hey, Pepsi. Put some Pepsi in your Stepsi. I haven't heard creatine since the. Mid nineties. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> people went straight to steroids. But like when when Major League Baseball players would defend themselves for gaining, you know, yeah. thirty pounds of muscle, was, yeah. I was like, a lot of creatine. That's what I was doing. Yeah, that's what no, I, was I doing. think it was steroids. I think it was creatine based steroids. So you would do butter. This is great. I'm glad we're you talking do about butter this. and but don't get a really large popcorn or just be okay with not finishing it. 
But you've got to go in there. It's about the experience of sitting into the chair and having the popcorn and the Coca-Cola. And that's all from an ad. That's all me yeah. just yeah. thinking that that's mm-hmm. what. But you're in America. What would you do? Salt? Yeah, I think so. Because I, 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 I think the butter <laughs> and the salt is the way I like to go. But if I can't do both, I think I need a little salt. Really? Yeah. yeah. Nothing to do with health. Maybe you're Not doing for the reasons. butter wrong. Do you think everybody's doing reasons. the butter wrong? Well, it depends. I mean, how do you do the butter? My butter comes in this big, like, sort of orange ball, and you have to peel it, and then you squeeze it, and then the mm-hmm. butter comes out onto oh, the. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're buttering your popcorn with mangoes. What? What the? Who the? Horton hears Horton the. Horton didn't hear a damn thing about it. Uh,. What if people are buttering wrong? Yeah, maybe you that's what it is. don't put the butter on the top and yeah. let it like seep right. down. You do a middle. You do a middle. Be... You do a middle butter. No, a... I either have them layer it, which they know how to do in California. I'll say that's important. Yeah. yeah. So they'll put a little popcorn in butter, a little more popcorn in butter, a little more popcorn in butter, which is great. Yeah. But anybody who just puts the butter in the center of it, it's so hot. I maybe I should talk about this on stage. This is. Worth... I mean, so. It's so hot that what will happen is the top popcorn will get like slimy and like melty and it's gross, right? Yeah. And so what you have to do is you hit the sides of the bag, just go around the sides and then a little splash on top and then you eat the splash on top. So you actually, after the first layer, you're eating the salty popcorn. You're not, there isn't even really butter going on. But then when you're about a quarter of the way through, then you shake the bag and it butters the popcorn because the sides of it have butter on them. Okay, okay. Then you have a perfectly buttered popcorn. And you know what? This is all very valuable information. How have you been doing it? If you go back and you listen. How have you been doing it? you listen to the episode Popcorn, popcorn Waterfalls. So? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have a system. And I think that's what I've learned from you here today. I don't have a system. So you just would press... That's a practical living in the modern age. Have a popcorn system. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you... Practical living in the modern age. Popcorn system. Folks, you need a popcorn system. So what is yours? You have to tell us. Are you, you're embarrassed now. No. What I'm seeing is. I don't have a system. Cash Levy in this moment. Yeah. I think for a man who always has systems for everything. I don't have a popcorn system. That's one of the great thing about you. I feel humiliated by this. Nature had no system. Cash Levy has a system for everything. I sit corrected. I sit corrected. I sit corrected. I Um, lie down. I just show up. They give me the bag. And I just, or the barrel. I go over and I just start squeezing it. And that's it. And then I pour about half of it out into that tray. Yeah. And then I squeeze some more in there. And then I pour it back together. That's my system. I guess I do have a system, but you apparently do. it's not working. You pour it out on the table? No, I pour out. You know that um, cardboard tray that they give you for the drinks? Oh, good call. You pour half of it so out there. See, I never have those because I don't have children. Yeah. So I pour it half, half out on there. That way I can get to the middle. So I can dig down to the bottom to get deep so I can get back to the top. Anyway, so I, I and I squeeze right in the middle and then I pour that back in again from the cardboard tray. That's what I do. Or sometimes I'll keep it on the tray and give it to the kids and they can eat off that that part. And then I finish it before the movie even starts. And I have to make an oath with myself during and then I, halfway through. And the, I go and I throw up in the operation I booth. <laughs> I go to the picture booth and I vomit. And then I take the uh, the film as it's going yeah. and I put it in between my legs. And as the movie plays, I go, whoop, oh, oh dear, tickles. 
<laughs> that's your system. That's yeah. Cash Levy's well, I do make an oath. popcorn system. I do system. make an oath with myself to not finish it during the uh, previews. Um, so I'm down about towards the bottom of the bag by then. And that's I, a hard That's yeah. hard thing. I've been trying to learn how to do two things lately in my mm-hmm. life as an adult. Okay? Eat popcorn with your fingers instead of One your at fists a time. or your hands. Eat a couple each time, just mm-hmm. enough to fit in your mouth. For so many years, I took it. And I just, I, I, <laughs> I just, you actually had a, I, I just shovel fucked it with my face. You did, but and so I was a guy who popcorn was always spilling. Yeah, that you're was one of the rare people I know with a that brings a popcorn ladle. I would love. I mean, it is popcorn ladles. If my fist was full of popcorn, you put a handle on it. It's yeah. a ladle. Yeah, it 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 is. But you know how I know just that maybe this was the reason because once or twice. I did that. I just put, because I don't know where you're like pumping butter, but when, when the butter places have a button and then it, the butter comes down. Well, there's a trough that I go to and then I. Yeah, you go to the, the trough. Big, you yeah, go to the, the big, butter trough. Yeah, yeah, the butter trough. <laughs> butter trough. Come on, kids. Let's get to the butter trough. The movie's starting in three minutes. Win. Move those asses. <laughs> so. <laughs> um and so I accidentally just pressed, I think I absentmindedly was talking on the food and it just went straight down into it. And then I sat down to eat my popcorn and I was like, ugh. And if a lot of people have had that experience, they won't value the butter. Yeah, yeah. It's like people who won't put crab or lobster in hot butter. It's like, what are you doing? We figured this out. Everyone figured it out. We all agree. This is incredibly fucking delicious. <laughs> All of us have spoken to one another and we agree absolutely the best thing you can do right now with that lobster or crab is put it right there in that melted liquid substance and then put it in the front, the big hole yeah. of your head. Yeah, which, yeah. And then and just the front There's a lot of holes hole. on, your, on your head, but there's one in the particular that, that thinks, yeah, the front the, hole. But we've all agreed to this. Why are you the person that's like, I don't. The butter, pleasure trap. Butter's bad for you. The pleasure trap. You're dumb, dumb, dummy. Take off your creatine patch and give me some butter. Because give you know what? Over. I'm an American. And if that's wrong, God damn it, I don't want to be right. Which brings us to... For whatever reason, I'm really enjoying that I kept thinking today, <laughs> is he in his room just doing that? <laughs> and again, if you were in the room above him, how would you... Because uh, 12 and a half, you have to know that he's just looking into the sky when he does this. He's not doing it into the microphone. He is embodying a bird yeah. to the heavens and the stars. <laughs> and is there just a person who's like, what kind of bird did this... Explorer, this falsetto voice explorer, bring with him. I can hear people talking next door. I'm going to try this in a different way and see if this works. Listen. <laughs> didn't work. Didn't, didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work. She's still talking. She's still talking. She's arguing, though. She was like, you got it. If you don't want my bird, okay, then you don't want me. So yeah. either my bird state, and then you just went, Kaka, Kaka. and she's like, you see, other people have their bird here. Why would not you let me put my bird in here? Maybe leave my parrot at home. You know what? Remember we were going to, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about stripping out the, uh, the screaming that you like to do. Yeah. Maybe we should have only episodes where I do the, and that's it. That's that would be incredible. Episode. That's the compendium. Yeah. 
Yeah. What you do is the you get two. Piece? Yeah. No, you get two art files basically, yeah. and they're every single episode of Cashing In with T.J. Miller. One, we should sell it as an NFT. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. One. That's what we'll do. We'll sell yeah. it as an NFT. I'm not joking. That's yeah. so funny and ridiculous. Someone has to. And you put get in the there's two there's yeah. two NFTs yeah. and you have like from every episode, every single episode, and there's two NFTs and you will mint like. 12 of them will mm -hmm. mint 12 and a half of them <laughs> and then we'll sell them whatever and then um god what if what if we look back on it i'm just screaming every like minute and 30 <laughs> seconds minute 45 what if the it, what uh, if the links are the, the early the very saying, early parts yeah. so that would be hilarious so here's what we should do are you gonna have space we'll in do between? that and then we'll do 12 and a half we'll mint 12 and a half of each of them so it's really a 20 yeah, it's a 24, a one of 24 collection. And then we should do one that's all the falsettos. All the falsettos. All the falsettos. Taking it to the streets. Hee hoo Taking it but to that's the why, tweets. That's why, do all those. that's why in the early ones, the, the funniest thing I think is in the early era, it's like there was so much falsetto going on and yeah. so much conflict. I mean, I remember yeah, when you wrote a me anger. a letter with a pen and a quill. Yeah. And you wrote it on parchment. Yeah. And, you know, you said, uh, lest ye think otherwise, <laughs> my conundrum is this. False yeah. If the end of falsetto is nigh, then I am nigh. I, I. And I know it was for you because you put your wax seal on it. I did. Yeah. And, then, and then I had a tweet emotion. Excuse me. I have to go to the bathroom. It's outside forever. <laughs> that brings us to a section of the show I like to call the Where Were You? When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? Fourth of July, we got to talk about that. It was a while ago. I know the show's not going to come out for a while. Actually, it's been a while since Fourth of July. We have to talk about what a crazy day that was. We had a scheduling conflict where we had all these baseball games before and after, so we only had three days off, and we cleared out. We went into the forest. You left town. You left town. You moseyed on out of this yeah. one horse town. Yeah, yeah. Towards the no horse trees. <laughs> Hitched up the wagon and we left town. We went into the forest. We hiked up to, hiked up to about 10,000 feet. Really? And found this lake. Well, we went to this lake uh, in the wilderness up in the Sierras. And we didn't see anybody for about 48 hours. And April got just, just, bit from head to toe by mosquitoes jesus this is why kate wouldn't want to do just any of head this. to toe i mean i have pictures of it it was nuts she looked like she had the mumps or the measles yeah. um we went to a lake called mosquito lake that would have been your first clue that was the tell the second clue <laughs> was when it said y'all get bitten now <laughs> get come on get no, take it from loud town. The mosquitoes were so large, they were talking to us. Right, come on, get, get, get your skin over here. <laughs> um, the thing about the trip that's interesting is we've done a bunch of these trips out in the wilderness, and April still doesn't really trust me in terms of my wilderness training experience. We saw about five bears, and she, she doesn't really trust I know what I'm doing, and. It is my job. If I'm out there, we're about 10,000 feet, about seven miles from civilization. We yeah. don't see anybody. Um, we see bears. 
we and see what different. If something get, what if something happens to you? Exactly. And not just that, but how much do I really know? Because I'm kind of faking it a little bit. Oh, of course. It's not like I, I would was agree. A, I would never, like I was I would never let my children go somewhere with you alone, ever. <laughs> okay, kids, here's the thing. A bear can't hear you if he can't smell you. So cover yourself in this honey. Yes, everywhere. In the ears. Inside of the ears, Chance. Inside of the ears. That's it, Win Inside of the ears. Right. Now, you don't want to smell them either, so put the honey in your nose and then right. cork them. Cork your nose holes and then put a cork in each of your ears and follow me. And then TJ's kids, you don't have to do anything. Just come with us and start yeah. yelling, bear, bear, bite me, bite me. If you don't, you'll have to fight me. <laughs> So no, I, I don't uh, trust myself. It's too much responsibility. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Up what there if for you sure. fuck? You know, My you dad, say you see I a told, bear, but this, from how far away? I told pretty far. I mean, you know, um, like five, ten feet. But now I'm giving you a hard time. Really? Probably, probably 20, 20, 25 feet. So really close. Yeah, but you know what? They're black bears, and they're not. You know, black. It's not like a grizzly. What's the bear versus Leonardo? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Where he what gets is, inside the. What's horse. it called? Um. The Revenant. The Revenant. Yeah. He gets inside the, the Revenant. Horse. You got to stop saying that. Yeah. Okay. You can't say he keeps getting okay. inside just, the horse. That's, that's what I took from it. Did he actually kill the horse, <laughs> climbed inside of it because it was warmer? I mean, did anyone not, does anyone think of that movie and not remember that part? Okay. That's what the movie I was. The movie should have been called, that movie should have been called, he, he got inside a horse. <laughs> Like, because that's all anyone remembers from that movie. This is there's great. No, You've no, got to do this on stage. I'm not joking. This is incredibly no, funny. That nobody took anything from that movie. that movie. Nobody oh took God. anything from that movie but that moment, right? He doesn't even talk the whole movie. Oh, my but God. The thing is, and I've told that you this. That is so funny. You're right. It should be called, And He Gets Inside of a Horse. <laughs> that's a great title for a movie yeah. also. Yeah. And He Gets Inside of a Horse. Yeah, that could be. You know, it'd be great. The sequel should be called. He <laughs> doesn't get inside of the horse this time. <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. What if each sequel he gets inside another animal? It's just like another. <laughs> and some of them are like really like he gets inside like People a raccoon. Like, Did you he see? He kills a raccoon. You know, he was a weird. Like, yeah. He actually shrunk himself and they got go, inside a raccoon. They go, Have you seen the one where he gets inside of a monkey? And the other guy's <laughs> like, No, not yet. And he's like, It's actually really good. <laughs> It's like we into Bernie's, but with the animals he's getting inside. <laughs> oh my God, animals he gets inside of. Yeah, that's a whole theme. Yeah, the name of the original Revenant is he gets inside a horse. The Revenant Six yeah. Koala Bear. But they just start naming like the animals. They keep putting on. Yeah. Even oh, though it's then, a different title every time, they yeah. they have to keep doing that. Yeah, Revenant twelve, <laughs> Revenant twelve, it's Ladybug. Yeah, I. I it's felt, not even an animal anymore. Yeah, it's dude, not even it an was, animal. It was a ripoff because he just stands on it. He just stepped on it. He killed it. <laughs> it's not like he got inside of it. But did you hear what they're talking about? That elephant's going to be next summer. <laughs> <laughs> the movies become shorter and shorter. It's just like. Uh, it gets really quick for him to get inside the animal. And it's always Leonardo DiCaprio. And we find out that for whatever reason, you know, he's now doing it into his like late 70s or whatever yeah. at this point, early 80s. We find out and it's kind of known, you know, that he has to keep doing these movies because he signed a ridiculous contract. <laughs> and they said, listen, on the off chance that everybody starts calling it, you know, he gets inside a horse. 
and that kind of catches fire, and they want to do sequels of you getting inside of other animals. Yeah. We're going to give you $20 million more. And he's like, of course. They'll never... You think that they're going to start calling the Revenant, and he gets inside a horse? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'll take that $20 million, thank you. And then somehow it happened, and he's in this prison. He signed a 50-picture deal to do all of them with a clause that says he can't decide what the animal is. <laughs> Okay. So they had him getting inside a warthog in the early years just to show him, just to tell him who's boss. And then he started, he started acting like a good boy. Yeah. And he was doing what they wanted. And so then they let him pick one. And he, you know, he picked a ram, like a goat or a ram. And then in a final episode, he's traveling with a horse. And the horse kills him. Yes. And gets inside and gets of him. inside of him, yeah. <laughs> Bada boop 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 bo